On today's episode, Garfield teaches you to obey your parents while out-of-control Norwegian teenagers party too hard to Garfield techno. I swear this will all make sense by the end of the episode. This is Quag, the Questions About Garfield podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm your host, Sean Bowers, and seeing as this is the first episode uh, of this podcast, I thought it would be good to just take a a second to explain what it is that we are doing here. So uh, this is sort of an investigative Garfield podcast, which I know uh, is not really a thing and doesn't really uh, effectively describe uh, anything. But what that means is that I'm going to Uh, Take questions from you, the Garfield fans of the world, and attempt to seek out answers. Now, these don't have to be questions about, you know, Garfield trivia, like, oh, what what year did John uh, first kiss Garfield or some weird pervert crap like that. These can be philosophical questions that might not even have actual objective answers. These can be uh, cultural questions about the the fan world surrounding Garfield's comedy universe. Uh, So we're going to have a wide spectrum of stuff here. But I received a question from a friend that I thought would be good fodder for a first episode here. Uh, So let's take a listen to that question. Hey, Sean. It's Alex. Uh, I have a clock for you. Uh, So I'm a lifelong fan of Garfield. Pretty much the uh, only thing that brings me any joy. But uh, recently, I've been trying to expand my horizons, uh, and so I've been trying to get into uh, music. But none of the songs I've listened to so far have made me feel the way that Garfield feels. It just seems like there's something missing. So I was wondering if there's any music out there that a Garfield fan such as myself would really enjoy. All right. um, That's it. I hate Mondays. Bye. That's a good question, right? You know, what kind of music should someone listen to if they love Garfield. Well, our theme song, that song that you just heard a bit ago, uh, is maybe as good a place to start as any. That, of course, is a twangier version of the theme from Garfield's hit animated series Garfield and Friends, as performed by Garfield himself in the episode Truck and Odie. Uh, you know, we just stole that and kind of made that the theme song here. It doesn't actually feature Garfield singing, though. Uh, that version sounds a little bit more like this. So that was the theme song for Garfield and Friends starting in season three. Before that, there was another theme song which may or may not have been sung by a version of Garfield. It's kind of hard to tell, but here, take a listen to that. Friends are the... To help you get started, to give you a push on your way. Now, none of these songs are particularly cool. They're not the kinds of songs that you'd hop into your convertible and cruise the strip, blasting at full volume when you crank the MPH past 100 and rode the wind, right? So I went to Spotify, hoping to find some kind of 
concept album or something performed by Garfield himself. And going into this, I specifically had in mind uh, Mickey Unwrapped, which was a 1994 album put out by Disney that featured all their hit characters, Mickey and Minnie and Goofy, etc., performing uh, family-friendly covers of 90s hip-hop. I loved that album as a child. I had it on cassette tape. I listened to it in our minivan. Uh, it was sincerely my introduction to hip-hop, which I think is you know, kind of a telling part of my personal backstory. Uh, but here's a clip for you from Minnie Mouse's cover of Salt and Peppa's What a Man. This is called What a Mouse. So, right, like, if there was a god, he would have allowed Garfield to perform his own album of, like, Tom Waits covers or, or something. I'm not really sure what the album would be. Nobody is really sure what this album would be because it doesn't exist. I did find an artist page for Garfield, and he has three albums to his name, but they're all for babies, like literal babies, okay? 2008's A Smart Start with Garfield, 2008's Letters and Words with Garfield, and 2008's Shapes and Colors with Garfield are pretty much what they promise in their titles. And despite each album having upwards of 30 tracks, uh, Garfield doesn't seem to sing on any of them. Rather, he opens each track with a uh, pithy bon mot or soundbite and then hands the vocals over to a chorus of girl children. For instance, here's Garfield's introduction to a song about how to use 911. 999, what's your emergency? I need help. Is anyone hurt? No. Is there a fire? No. Is anyone in danger? No. I'm out of lasagna. That's some pretty silly bullshit, right? But here's another haunting song that I imagine gets uh, some heavy rotation within cult groups called Obey Your Parents. Again, fairly silly bullshit because, of course, Garfield doesn't obey anyone, let alone his birth father, John Arbuckle. So these definitely aren't songs that you as a Garfield fan can relate to or would really want to listen to, good intentioned as they may be. You know what, just for kicks, here's a little bit of one more song from the album called Never Play With Fire. Hey, what is that? Do I smell smoke? I hope nobody's playing with fire. Okay, so songs by Garfield, not happening. Songs about Garfield opens you up to a broader range. Now, there are the soundtracks to the 2004 live-action Garfield film and its sequel, 
Garfield, The Tale of Two Kitties, which feature uh, basically every pop song that's ever existed with either cat or dog in the titles. We're talking Honky Cat by Elton John, Hound Dog by Elvis Presley, What's New Pussycat by Tom Jones, Fat Cat Keeps Getting Fatter by the Squirrel Nut Zippers, which, you know, honestly good for them for getting a song on any album in 2004. But again, none of these songs were written specifically for or about Garfield. They were just applied retroactively to Garfield. So from that point, I just listened to every damn song with Garfield in the title that I could find on Spotify. And this is where I finally started to find the kind of cool songs that us cool Garfield fans want to listen to over and over again. For instance, this track by Chevy Woods and Wiz Khalifa from the album Gangland 3, it's called Garfield. So now it's pretty subtle, but this is a song about a woman's vagina, and the lead singer wants the vagina to talk to him, much in the same way that Garfield talks to John Arbuckle, which presumably means telepathically. Uh, John Arbuckle is the penis in this case, and then Garfield is the vagina, you see. Now that's a song, right, that I would crank the volume to 100 miles per hour while I was driving my strip down the convertible all night long, 100%, you got it, that's my jam. Another rapper named Young Nut came to the same realization that Garfield could be a vagina in his 2017 song, Garfield, uh, but he managed to actually drop Jim Davis's name as well. And that technically makes his song more for Garfield fans than the other one, though I'm not 100% convinced this song was made with the Garfield fan base in mind. I'm my shit, Jim Davis. She got young on her playlist. Everybody gonna play this. Yeah, goddamn. Young nut posted up, eating cat food, getting fed by a thick bitch, cause I'm that dude. Get a picture of my face as a tattoo. They don't wanna see me do it, so I have to. I only like fat pussy like Garfield. I don't give a fuck about how y'all feel. Every time I fuck a bitch, I do a cartwheel. I only like fat pussy like Garfield. There was one other song that I found in my Spotify search that seemed promising but was a little bewildering to me. Uh, it's by a 21-year-old music producer and DJ from Norway uh, named Hawks. It's spelled H-E-U-X, but that's the proper pronunciation there. Uh, it's called Garfield 2017, and the cover art features a Garfield-esque orange fat cat wearing a regal crown and Cape sitting on a throne-like chair. All of these are obvious Garfield triggers. So, you know, it seemed to be the real deal. Let's take a listen to the, the start of Garfield 2017. <laughs> Right, so that's a banger right there. That's just a classic banger. And I don't speak Norwegian, uh, so I had to turn to Google Translate and a few other websites to try and help me decipher 
some of these lyrics. I don't think these translations are fully correct because I just can't imagine a world where these lyrics are correct, but here is a rough translation of what you just heard. A driving famous style, throws the legs on the table and takes it completely chill. Do not stress for anything but three things. He needs more beer, dense bottles of Jaeger, and nights of partying. Always fucked up. Keeping it so tight that you fuck with one of them will end up hurting you. Flipper nada all the way back to madness. It's so strange that Garfield just takes off. Party will last several days in a row of ass with lasagna for night food. A new bottle of Hunter is opened so soon that even jackass is slaughtered. Clearly they back up rumors with facts. Yeah, Garfield has taken over, controls the world as a television control. It's Garfield who rules this year. Heel on the ceiling and fucking teeth in the wallpaper. The beer and lasagna buffet is flushed with a bottle of Hunter. So just bowl, get all bottles up. Right? Like, even if that's not 100% accurate, that's like a hell yes for me. As a Garfield fan, like, hell yes. This, this is my banger when I'm getting ready for a night out at Garfield Con, picking up my Garfield sweatshirt, my fave, my fave Garfield socks, I'm flushing it with bottles of Hunter, I'm throwing my legs on the table and taking it completely chill. It is about damn time that we had a theme song this powerful and i don't even care that it's called garfield 2017 this is an anthem for garfield every year listening to that song i was mentally cruising 100 mph down the strip uh, but at the same time i was also exploring the rest of hawks's discography and i noticed some some weird similarities in his other songs. He's either made or co-produced a lot of songs that are just the names of really specific things, plus the year. Uh, I'm talking Power Rangers 2016, Kill Bill 2018, Cuphead 2018. Uh, my personal favorite, there's this banging club anthem called Watchmen 2018. Let's take a listen. This is a song that in no way connects to Alan Moore's seminal 1980s deconstruction of superhero comics, and yet it shares a name and logo, so it was clearly somehow connected or inspired by it or something. Now, my first thought, of course, was that this was some kind of like keyword ploy. This was like search engine optimization. Like if people are casually looking for Kill Bill, they might come upon this techno song and suddenly it's viral marketing for Hawks and now they're suddenly a Hawks fan and they click like on his page and they listen to the other stuff and so on and so forth. But I actually messaged Hawks via Facebook because I wanted to know the truth. And surprisingly, he was a good sport and he responded and kind of told me what was going on here. So here's the scoop. In Norway, they have a, a thing, a tradition, and I cannot pronounce this, uh, I'm going to try. It's called Russafering. 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 I can't say it. I'm going to have, uh, I'm just going to pull in a sound clip from a translation website. Here it goes. Russafering. Okay, so that. It's like a, a really long, really drunk Norwegian spring break. From late April to early May every year, 
high school upperclassmen dress up in traditional overalls and caps emblazoned with Norway's uh, colors, red and blue, and the flag, and they form, for lack of a better term, party gangs with their fellow classmates. They actually come up with a name for their group and a logo and a theme, and they pay big bucks to have a van or a bus spray-painted and pimped out with speakers and their logo and all this other cool stuff so that they can go out every night and drink and party as hard as they possibly can in their mobile-branded party center, okay? But while this tradition dates back to 1905, uh, and it's always been steeped somewhat in national pride, the way that modern kids celebrate has made it uh, more of a competitive party bacchanal. In the midst of drinking nonstop for a month, they're also trying to come up with the coolest theme, the coolest logo, just try to amass as much street cred as humanly possible. And one way that a lot of groups do that is by commissioning DJs to create original rap or techno songs that they can blare from the speakers of their party bus kind of let everybody know that they've arrived when they hear your party gang's theme. And so some brave group of 2017 soon-to-be high school graduates chose Garfield as their theme and paid Hawks to create the most throbbing, badass Garfield techno song that he possibly could. Now, I know what you're thinking. For, like, American teens, that might seem like a lame choice. Garfield is the theme for your party gang. But I looked up pictures of these buses uh, just to see what was spray-painted on them, see what other themes people were picking, and it is a broad spectrum of taste. I saw buses spray-painted with the logo for Sex and the City, the movie. I found one bus that just said Smog on the side and had a big old dragon thing on it. One group of teens chose Seth MacFarlane's movie Ted to represent them, which, you know, good luck in college, kids. Here, listen to the song again, and this time imagine a bunch of drunk Norwegian seniors parading around in overalls emblazoned with their nation's flag. Right? It's like suddenly the song, it just clicks. It makes sense. Garfield has taken over, controls the world as a television control. It's Garfield who rules this year. They're not necessarily talking about just Garfield, but they are talking about Garfield. It's a theme song for teenagers who just want to laze around and eat and sleep and occasionally party. They're ready to party. They're ready. Right? It was a song made for a bunch of little Garfields. So to answer the question, what kind of music should I, a Garfield fan, listen to, I can think of no song more perfect for Garfield fans than Garfield 2017, the musical embodiment of the cat that we hold dear. So I hope that effectively answers today's quag. Uh, you can find a playlist that includes most of the songs I talked about in today's podcast by searching Spotify for questions about Garfield. Uh, you can also find a link in the description. I want to thank Hux for sharing the story of his song and about this Norwegian tradition, uh, this rabbit hole that I had no idea this topic was going to take me down. Uh, you can check out more of his music via the links in the description. And if you have a quag, a question about Garfield, that you'd like me to answer in a future episode, email me at questionsaboutgarfield at gmail.com. I'll see what I can find. I promise nothing. Uh, I am Sean Bowers. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time 
on Quag, the Questions About Garfield podcast. Have a good one. Go